0: All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of Getting Real with Jason Lopez. I'm your host, Jason Lopez, and I'm happy to be with you. So I'm doing things a little different today. This is my first mobile podcast, actually using the old iPhone and the Anchor app to put this one together. So uh, we'll see how it turns out. Um, I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about Business. I'm going to talk a little bit about music and I want to talk about vaccines uh, that, are, that are happening. In fact, why don't we start with the vaccines because this was a big week uh, for uh, myself and, and my wife and some friends and family members. Um, we had some, uh, some good friends of ours who were uh, kind of on the cusp, right? In, in, uh, in California, uh, currently the vaccinations are available for anybody 65 years or older. And then, depending on what type of work you do, as an example, if you are a frontline healthcare worker, you work in a grocery store, things of that nature, and you're under 65, you can get a vaccine. Uh, we also discovered as they opened these super sites, as they're known, these uh, large scale vaccine operations, um, they've been utilizing them here in San Diego County at the Del Mar Fairgrounds at uh, shopping centers, uh, at Petco Park, the home of the Padres, uh, as well. But uh, what ends up happening is people go down, they make an appointment, they wait in line, it takes forever, and they got to come back for that second shot if they're getting the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine, right? And it's been a little tricky with supplies to get that second shot. The other thing we discovered was that it was possible if you were under 65 and not in uh, one of those employment roles that uh, allowed for vaccinations to happen, you could volunteer and you could go and you might volunteer one day or two days or three days and that would qualify you to get the vaccine. You are serving the public and uh, around a lot of people and so they, they would allow you to, to get the vaccine and we had several friends uh, that were that were able to go that route and, uh, and get the vaccine. Um, I also noted that uh, in conversations with uh, some of those people that it was really the second dose especially of the Moderna that kind of kicked their butt. Um, most everyone tolerated the first dose pretty well but when they went back a few weeks later to get that second dose um, we had a, a fair amount of our friends that uh, that felt it a little bit more that second time around but they all got through it uh, all things considered and it's really nice to uh, You know, be able to think about maybe getting together now and uh, hanging out a little bit uh, more normally. Um, In our family, my wife uh, really did a great job. Big shout out to Kalo, Kathy Lopez, for hooking up her mom and stepdad and my mom and several of their friends who were really struggling to get appointments for the vaccines. Um, Now, these were people that qualified just based on age, being over the age of 65. And uh, she really did a good job of. Uh, helping get them scheduled uh, for not only the first, but also the, the second dose. I think it was a good mix of Pfizer and Moderna uh, that happened there. So um, this week, what ended up happening was, due to my wife volunteering, she was able to get a, get in to get her first dose of Moderna. She'll go back in a couple of weeks for that second dose. Hopefully, supply will be increasing by then, and we'll um, be able to get her back in for that second dose. And myself, uh, I have some underlying health issues and was able to get a doctor's note to get in. Now, I took a different path. Uh, The new Johnson and Johnson vaccine has been approved for widespread use, um, along with uh, Pfizer and Moderna. And I was able to get an appointment uh, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, I got to go to CVS Pharmacy. I did not have to wait in line for hours and outside. um, I had a scheduled appointment. They sent a text reminder and a little link to click on when I arrived with instructions on where to go within the store. There was nobody there. I was able to walk in get the vaccine. And um, because I opted to go uh, with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, it's one and done, one shot. I don't have to go back for another dose. And um, it worked out pretty nicely. They give you the shot. They ask that you wait around for 15 minutes or so. And uh, if you're feeling okay, you can wander around the store or whatever. Otherwise they had a little seating area. And uh, about 15, 20 minutes later, they came out, um, took my temperature, asked how I was feeling, gave me a nice bottle of water and a little vaccination card uh, showing the date and what um, vaccine I received. And I was on my way. Zero side effects, uh, you know, coming up on about 20 hours later. And uh, so I'm feeling pretty good moving forward and and happy to uh, have gotten through that. Now, if you go that route with uh, with. CVS or any of the other uh, pharmacies or clinics that might be offering vaccines versus the SuperSite setup, um, you may not get your neighborhood CVS. Uh, when we went in to schedule the appointment, I had to um, take whatever was available. The closest one happened to be in uh, Alpine, about 20 minutes away from where I live, but it worked out well because my daughter. Was visiting her boyfriend who lives in Alpine just a few minutes away. So I was able to pick her up uh, afterwards and kill two birds there. Um, But excited to maybe see some normalcy on the horizon. Uh, Another big thing that happened this week in in, uh, San Diego and I think other parts of California is high school sports uh, have returned on a limited basis. And it's really interesting because um, as you know, sports have seasons, right? We play baseball in the springtime, not football, not volleyball, um, not soccer. Um, So the uh, schools, have kind of everything going on at once and they've got a lot of protocols in place but my daughter was really excited Uh, last week she had tryouts for the volleyball team made jv they've already started games um, won their first match on monday against the rival school they've got another big match this afternoon they do limit the number of people that are allowed inside of the uh the gyms and i guess at the at the the stadiums as well Uh, we can have up to four spectators per player as long as they're all from the same household uh, in our case it's just my wife and I that are going out to root for Ruby and the uh, and the girls on the uh, on the team but it's nice to have you know some sense of normalcy now, We're also very close here in San Diego to being into the, the next da- next lower tier. Uh, which um, dictates the types of restrictions that are happening around the county. Uh, we are in the highest tier, which is known as the purple tier. Our next step down will be the red tier. And it seems like we are tracking based on all the information I've seen uh, to hit that maybe uh, later this week or early next week. What that would mean was even though restaurants are now open, but strictly for outdoor dining, uh, we would allow be allowed to go back inside for dining limited capacity. Most importantly, it will mean that our live sports um, in stadiums will be, uh, will be available on a limited capacity. We're hoping that on opening day for the Padres, April 1st, we'll be able to get in. They're going to limit it uh, to 20% capacity, which would be about nine or 10,000 fans. And uh, it will be great to see uh, our first Padre game in over a year uh, take place. I know there's been a lot of excitement out at the spring training uh, Grapefruit League in Arizona. Um, I'm sorry, that's the Cactus League in Arizona, the Grapefruit League in Florida. Um, Hopefully, we'll be able to experience uh, those live games. And I know other parts of the country, you guys are more open than we are. That's awesome. Be smart. Be safe still. Do the right thing so that you don't slide backwards like we've done a couple of times here in California, uh, which can get really frustrating. So we're excited that, you know, with the vaccinations, with the mask wearing, the distancing, uh, we're starting to see some real progress. And hopefully that Will continue, and um, I got to say I'm super proud of our re- region for uh, how well they've been doing with uh, with all of that, and and um, that most everybody is is uh, safe and and moving forward, we will resume um, our our lives, and I know we're all excited for that. All right, so uh, yay for the vaccines, yay for getting through this and uh, and moving forward. Um, music, you know, I was having this conversation. I have a, a really fun. Uh, group of guys um, that we get together pretty much every friday and uh, it's our kind of our Friday cigar club we refer to as the ecac ECAC which is uh, our made up uh, east county advisory committee um, basically we get together on fridays and uh, smoke cigars have a cocktail and solve the world's problems right um, and it's just great to have a a really cool, fun group of guys. A couple of them I've known for um, uh, our kids played baseball or went to preschool together 20, 25 years ago. Um, so it's great to have uh, you know a, a group of close guy friends to do guy stuff with. And uh, and so shout out to Ken and Pete and Tony and Dave and Mark occasionally Tim, uh, occasionally my son Cooper joins us uh, for the Friday afternoon sessions, and we always love getting a millennial's perspective on the world and what uh, what's going on out there. Uh, but one of the topics that we uh, talked a lot about was uh, because we're all huge music fans, we all enjoy lots of different kinds of music, um, and uh, we, we've all attended concerts together and And but that was that was the conversation was are who's excited about the potential of live music coming back and and us being able to actually go to concerts. And uh, and we're starting to see, uh, especially in uh, other parts of the world where festivals are are being promoted. And and um, uh, and so we're hoping that, you know, maybe later this summer we'll be able to go back to seeing live concerts. And um, I think uh, as musicians. Um, During the pandemic, it's been interesting to see what they've had to do, right? A lot of bands uh, really make their living, they make their money touring, playing live shows. Uh, We know that the music industry in terms of record sales or CD sales or digital streaming sales or whatever you want to call it, um, has really suffered over the years, uh, over the last several years. And it's not like it was back in the day where um, a band will go into the studio, maybe get a, a huge advance and, and be able to make a record and then, and then make money off of, each, uh, off of each unit sold, right? I mean, most bands, even huge bands, make their money touring, playing live shows, being out among the people in front of their fans and their audiences doing their thing. And that has really, really been missed. Uh, during the pandemic, so I'm excited uh, to see that uh, some festivals are being promoted, and hopefully, bands will get to get back on tour. But you know, what's been really fun is been seeing their creativity come out uh, using you know live streams and social media to promote you know one-off shows, virtual shows you know, via live streaming, record release parties. Uh, We've even seen some musicians that have been, you know, doing Friday tip jar, Venmo kind of stuff on social media to be able to pay their rent. Think about that. You know, you got people that are lifelong musicians. That's all they've ever known. That make decent livings being on the road, being on tour. And that's a lifestyle decision that they've made. Um, And now all of a sudden that's taken away from them for the past year. And uh, and a lot of them have really, really struggled. Uh, So it's been fun to see some of them get creative um, and and uh, capitalize on opportunities that maybe are gonna open up some new doors for them even going forward, even as we get back into the swing of things, but continuing to do some of that maybe in between tours or to promote uh, new songs or new records or uh, new tours coming up, uh, new collaborations. Uh, I'm excited to see what comes about uh, with uh, with some of that. But when live music returns to your community, please go out, support those bands, show up, buy tickets, buy drinks. You know, a lot of those clubs um, are really struggling and we've seen many clubs that have closed down. And um, and so go out and support the live music industry, whether it's again, buying merchandise when you're at the shows, buying the t-shirts, buying the um, the CDs, buying the stickers, buying the, 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 the hats, whatever the case may be, and, and supporting those venues that do such a great job of, of providing us the opportunity to go out and see some of our favorite musicians and bands uh, perform. So uh, buy their gear too, buy their merchandise, you know, uh, buy their drinks, uh, go to dinner beforehand and support local establishments and restaurants around those venues uh, because they all uh, need it, they all deserve it. And we're all going to love going back out and and seeing live music. Some of my favorite um, uh, live stream shows that I've watched this past year, um, going back almost a full year ago, last last St. Patrick's Day, the Dropkick Murphys uh, did a live stream from Boston where they're located and and from. And and it was a great, uh, it was a great uh, little live stream to watch. Um, No audience. Uh, They were laughing saying, Hey, there's, you know, there's, you know, they, they have a lot of members in the Dropkick Murphys because they got a lot of different uh, instruments that are not common to, you know, a, a rock band or a punk rock band like the bagpipes and the flute and the fiddle and um, uh, the banjo. And, and so there's a lot of players in, in that band, but including the band, I think they said there was, you know, like uh, only, uh, you know, 10 or 12 people in, in, the, in the building when they when they live stream that show. Um, they have another one coming up on St. Patrick's Day this year uh march 17th which will be live from dublin so they're going to be in ireland performing on st patrick's day uh you can check their social media platforms you can find them drop kick murphy's all over the place and get your tickets for that Uh, they also did a lot of great things this year with uh, fundraising and charitable endeavors uh trying to give back and um and support others in the industry as well so that was a great one last saint patrick's day that really kicked off the pandemic concert season if you will um another great one was bad religion uh, did a series of shows four shows uh in fact live from uh from la and uh, again nobody in the audience uh, just the band members but the way they did it was really cool it was four episodes and they called it decades and so uh in celebration Uh, of their 40th year as a band, uh, each episode focused on uh, a certain decade of their career. So it started out with, uh, songs from the 80s, then they did the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s and beyond. And uh, it was a really fun episode or a really fun uh, series. Uh, they did one episode a week, um, or released one episode a week. Uh, so you could uh, you could go and watch out each, each week it came out and then uh, you could watch it for a period of time after they finished. I think you can see some of those on YouTube now if you search for Bad Religion Decades. I'm sure somebody's posted that stuff out there. Um, but what was really neat about that was not just hearing some songs, they rarely have ever played. Uh, and I know for a fact they played a couple of songs that they maybe never had played live uh, from their infamous um, uh, Into the Unknown record. Uh, but they also intermingled a lot of uh, interviews and clips and uh, backstage uh, rehearsals for those shows. So that was a pretty fun uh, little, uh, little deal as well. Uh, so Bad Religion Decades mm-hmm. was another really good one. Some mm-hmm. of my favorite uh, live streaming came from Uh, Eddie Spaghetti, if you're not familiar with Eddie, he is the lead singer and bass player of an amazing band called the Super Suckers. Uh, The Super Suckers uh, were sprung out of the Seattle scene, uh, the sub-pop record label, for those of you going back to the 90s, Um, and I think they originally started out in Arizona, moved up to Seattle, and uh, just a great underground band, amazing songwriting, lyrics, music, just a gritty, dirty kind of a punk rock hard rock band that was some great musicianship but eddie took to facebook on a kind of a weekly basis um and uh would play uh requests and and things like that um just him and a guitar uh so kind of a stripped down acoustic version of some of their you know more heavy songs and he had the virtual tip jar going on and hey it's time to help pay eddie's rent stuff like that so a lot of fun um, you can you can uh, check out all the social platforms for your favorite bands. There's a good chance they've been doing something. So a lot of stuff still bubbling under the surface, coming at you differently in terms of music. And uh, hopefully, again, as we get back to uh, lesser restrictions, more openness, more normalcy, we'll be able to go out, see some live music, and make sure we check out our favorite bands and, and support them. All right, so a quick little business update real estate market, crazy, stock market, crazy, interest rates, crazy, everything is crazy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, What I could tell you is this. If you go to my website, realbrokerca.com, R-E-A-L-B-R-O-K-E-R-C-A.com, com. Realbrokerca.com. Uh, you can access all of the latest market data. Uh, there's lots of uh, local market reports you can access. If you go to the blog link on the site, um, it will take you to all of the latest uh, market data and statistics, kind of more on a big picture level. Um, I uh, just released uh, the latest Spring 21 Home Buying and Home Selling Guides. You can download those for free uh, right from there. Just click on the link for those guides. Uh, They are chock full of data, market info, strategies uh, to help you make the uh, best informed decision as it relates to your real estate needs. So if you have been thinking about buying or selling, uh, that is a must have. Uh, guide for you again both buying and selling guides and you can get those at realbrokerca.com I've also posted them out on all my social platforms so just search for Jason Lopez and I'm sure you'll find me it's not hard to do. Um, with that being said, I just wanna speak generally to the San Diego market. Uh, like many other markets across uh, the state and the uh, and the country, uh, we are seeing record levels of low inventory. Uh, that's what makes it such an enticing market for sellers. Uh, it, it, sellers are really in the driver's seat right now when there are uh, so few homes available for sale and a lot of buyers out there trying to take advantage of the low interest rates. It really creates a compelling opportunity for sellers. Something to think about, however, is on the backside of that. If you sell, the question is, where will you go, right? What are you going to be able to buy if it's such a tight buyer's market? Um, there are options depending on your location and what your thoughts are, what type of property you're looking at. Um, so feel free to reach out. And uh, if you have specific questions, I'm happy to Uh, answer them for you talk about it with you Uh, if you're out of the southern california area um, i'd be more than happy to also refer you to a top-notch agent wherever you might be Uh, i have a couple hundred agents here in california that work for me and we have agents across the country uh, that are available as well so no matter where you are we can get you with the right person to help you make the best decision for you and your family and take advantage of the market of the moment. Okay? So listen, I'm glad you popped in. I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode of Getting Real. I'll be back uh, hopefully soon to talk more. In the meantime, be careful, be safe, work hard, and be kind. Take care, everybody.